I've seen things about row eight for many years now. And um, I was driving past one day and I saw the camp and I was like, whoa, what are they doing? That's incredible. And the next day I actually went down and I held a placard for five hours on the side of the road. And I loved it. It was so much fun just like waving at all the cars and you get different kinds of people interacting with you for sure. But um, just the, the adrenaline and the sense of community. And I was like, I've lived here for so long, but never really known that there was people like me out there. Yeah. And um, yeah, and so I came home and I was like, mom, it was fantastic. I'm going back tomorrow. And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and it just slowly got more and more and more. And um, yeah, especially when uh, in December, when the, the dozers first came in, it was horrible. I spent I reckon six or seven hours on the side of the road weeping mm. with a sign in my hand, like, please, sh- like, look at my pain. Don't you realise how important this place is? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I realised um, that I had to take responsibility for my community or my tribe, my family, whatever you mm. want to call it, um, and start doing something more proactively. Um, and I started going to NVDA trainings and... Um, learning what my rights are as a citizen. I've always known, you know, I'm a big Lennon fan and, like, there's Mm. lots of visionaries, Malcolm X, all those people that inspired me as a child Um, and I'm sure many other people as well. You know, that was... You went out and you changed the world. You didn't wait for it to happen. Mm. Like, you kind of just held it by its cojones and kind of shook its hand at the same time. Like... So this NVDA, just in case, we're a pretty educated crowd here mm-hmm. on the Persian sure. Media Show, but NVDA, of course, is for nonviolent direct action. And, you know, I guess you're feeling compelled given the, you know, what's happening and you've got, we've got, you know, months and still months to the election and they're bulldozing already, you know. So you're feeling compelled to, to take on this action and get mm. up the tree, yeah? Yeah, um, it was, yeah, it was, it was really uh, earth shattering when, when they did come in. Yeah. Um, it was like, oh, I, ah, okay. So yeah, tell us about that because, I mean, that was, there were some pretty confronting images, you know, I saw of some that Yahoo, was... for want of a better word, just kind of, you know, really very aggressively going around the bulldozer really yeah. close. I mean, that seemed I and mean, I would have been pretty terrified with that and just you know give a bit of context as well for us if you don't mind you know how long had you been in this tree when that was kind of it was a week, been in a week yeah. yeah the dozer was coming very close to my my safety line where they had marked off a safe distance and even that wasn't as sufficient they'd gone below what their minimum was yeah. um and yeah he was just being uh, I just don't want to say something yeah. horrible, you know. Um, it was certainly a tactic, a psychological kind of... Um, it was an intimidatory act. Yeah, weakening, yeah. trying to weaken my morale and yeah. they knew how much this uh, this place meant to me. And um, But I, I transmuted it and I used it yeah. and I'm so thankful that I can be strong in my vulnerability and show the world what the future entails, actually feeling things instead of cutting ourselves off. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've we're numbing, 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 yeah. and we're wandering around, scratching our heads. And so, I'm kind of showing people that it's nice to be present. Yeah, it can be difficult, but it's it's 
transformative and joyful and playful. This is a visceral experience that we should be be taking with both hands and really exploring. Yeah. And um, we're kind of just becoming complacent. And yeah, I guess one of the things about the the Be There campaign, I guess some people would be critical of in some ways, is that you know this whole NIMBY thing, not in my backyard, is kind of some of the criticism that's being thrown mm-hmm. around. But of course, this is. As you're kind of alluding to there, this is much bigger than just uh, what's happening there. This is kind of, of an example of of what is just rampant everywhere, or much too much too often, isn't it? If you strip it back, it's disconnection. Mm. Um, where it's it's certainly not my quote, but you know, uh, things are being loved and we are being used, uh, and that's how how the system's breaking down because nobody's willing to stand up and say that, you know, guys, this isn't what we actually want. You know, I know we've got our lives and we're busy. Of course, we're so busy. This place is rushing at a million miles an hour and it's very apparent when you come back from the trees. Yeah, I bet it is. (laughs) Well, comes flooding back very quickly. You mentioned a little bit previously about the vulnerability, Mm. you know, of uh, putting yourself in there and putting... your body on the line as you are and the vulnerability you're talking about mm-hmm. is is much more than just the physical vulnerability you're talking about something much broader there but yeah with that physical vulnerability you uh, talk to us about your final strategy there and a little bit about the little naked for nature um, hashtag that's been going around which you've know, been, <laughs> been uh, seized upon <laughs> So I'd actually been talking to a friend who was uh, who is an activist and um, he was like, you know, I've used this before uh, in a different tactic, never in a tree set. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what, I, I haven't got a clue. I need something up my sleeve. And I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, actually, that makes a lot of sense. It affords me more rights, more privacy. They have to be more delicate with me. They have to actually think about what they're going to do before they do it. And so I had time to settle and let my adrenaline kind of, you know, not take over too much. And, um, yeah, it it worked out perfectly, actually, yeah. I admire your courage so much for what you've done. Um, I mean, I'm just an old prude, so I I kind of can't quite even get my head around doing something like that. But... um, (laughs) Look, it's yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's vulnerability. A, it is a really vulnerable thing that you've done, and I guess you know opened you up to more criticism. You know, I mean, like there's, yeah, there's some real, pretty visceral, awful stuff that's been going mm. around with trolls of all it sorts. Means they're making a difference. Yeah, let me talk <laughs> to that. They're paying attention. Yeah. I don't care how you pay attention, whether you're laughing at me, I'm spreading joy. Mm. But um. But the fact that you're paying attention to me, I can show you something that you may not be willing to see regardless. Yeah. So if you're paying attention, I'm going like this, and I'm, I'm giving you a magic trick right in front of you, and I'm going to go, bam, by the end of it, you're like, oh, wow, is this what life's meant to be? Mm. Hmm, I kind of like this. So yeah, okay, maybe we're not the same. I don't see the way you see things, but hey. How positive, I guess, we can be or the community can be at the moment about really saving more bushland because, I mean, it's mm. been a... a one of the realities I think you know, uh, a lot of the communities had to face down there is even in the face of all this amazing effort that um, mm. Bush has gone down that would, I'm sure many people would have hoped to have saved. So the importance of this issue in and of itself, you know, broadening out again, you know, what's the community got to learn from, from what's been happening down at Belia in terms of civil disobedience you know, and the value of it? In a generality, anything in life that you don't like, you have the power to change. You do. 
in, you know, if you don't like the shirt you're wearing, take it off and change it. Um, we've constantly been shifting power to other people. Um, I guess it's so it's, it's kind of like when you're with your parents, is it kind of like, ah, oh, okay, cool. All bets are off. I can just relax. I'm in a safe space. Mm. If someone else is dealing with the problems, then you don't necessarily have to deal with them. But um, you look through all of Australian history and we have a, a very strong civil disobedience. Things that I'm learning more and more mm. as I kind of step into this field, which is awesome. So many rights that we have now wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, um, you know, the fact that people actually stood up and shook their hand about and made some noise, mm. however they did that. And I'm really thankful and I don't want to lose that for for future generations, you know. Um, I was studying youth work uh, a few months ago. Yeah, we were talking about it and there was a heated discussion in class and I just sat back and I was like, I'm so glad that I could have this, being fired up with people. And we can have two very different uh, opinions, yet we're gonna we're still going to exchange in a way that can actually help us grow. Yeah. I'm going to take pieces of your information and you're going to take pieces of mine and we're going to become more whole because of that. If we lose that, we're going to not recognise ourselves because then you start doing things that you no- wouldn't normally do and it starts changing you. Tangent again. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's tangent, but I think what you're describing there is a tangent that that humanity is has gone down a bad tangent that mm. actually that trajectory the trajectory of that tangent is the situation that we have at the moment isn't it which is not mm. really all that rosy sickness of the mind yeah. in a way yeah you know and the spirit and of oh, actually of you know of accepting you know a life that is inadequate and you know pain and awful things happening in the world that are mm that are going unchallenged. Yeah. It's a a yearning from Middle Earth, as I call it, (laughs) from deep down in here. There's a part that we're always, we need to be stimulated. Mm. We need to, we're just, we're like hungry children that throw tantrums most of the time because, you know, if if there's something that we don't like, we we shy away from discomfort um, and only pay attention to the good. But that, that in itself is creating more of this things that we don't like, the the uh, tumult and the chaos we're bringing about on ourselves, mm. for sure. And, um, you know, there's been thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years of all of this tumult and us figuring out the world, you know, exploring, pulling things apart, like we're pulling out of things out of a toy box and our room is now a mess. Mm. <laughs> and um, now we have to sort out what's really... What If we're putting it all back together to make it work properly, what are we going to do to move forward? Mm. What are we going to do that's going to make us better than we were before? We now have new information that's going to help us. Why can't we use it? Why do we have to stick to old things if we know those things are making us sick? Yeah. yeah. I love... I want to evolve, and I think we're at a stage where we need to. Yeah, for our own survival, because we're... pack creatures we don't survive without each other we'll be picked off (laughs) (laughs) all right so tell us just a little bit about what you what you hope for with this campaign and 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 i guess just more broadly (laughs) how you'd invite people to to step into either the campaign that you've Mm -hmm. been involved with or with with um 
what what you've learned from this process more broadly. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I am going to use my experience and the the consequences thereof to uh, take up space, to have people paying attention, um, whether that's driving the campaign, because we do have uh, a limited time with this. Uh, The Riot Project, and I've had some really brilliant information this you may want to check before you you use it Mm. but supposedly there's only contracts until the first of february that's why they're rushing all the roadworks because as they know that the election's coming up and they only were able to write contracts until the first so they're actually yeah rushing it and it's like nine nine days i don't know how how long um yeah and so that's why they're they're being so brash and gun-ho because they know that they're being beat yeah you know what was it five lock-ons in one day yeah that's brilliant that happened today another epic day today yeah Yeah. where and you know they're not going to be able to get fox down my beautiful creature fox (laughs) um because they're too distracted and we're going to keep them distracted